The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We occasionally engage here on the Bruce Hooley Show in uh, something I guess we'll call what? Journalism 101? It's actually processing journalism 101. Uh, My background uh, training was as a print journalist. I worked in newspapers when newspapers were really newspapers, man, not just leftist rags published now, what, once, twice a week, charging you for their web content. No, in the heyday of newspapers, when I graduated from Ohio State and got into newspapers, I had a good 30-year run in newspapers, and I saw, well, this is a dying industry. And I knew it was a dying industry in about, I'm going to say, 1995 or 6. The publisher of The Plain Dealer came down to Columbus. I was working out of our Columbus Bureau. And we had just spent at The Plain Dealer like $50 million on a new printing facility. If you've been to Cleveland, you know where it is. It's right there along uh, I-480, right there along Tiedemann Road. Big, beautiful plant. And I asked him. I said, are you nervous about spending all this money on a printing plant when the Internet is exploding and content is readily available online? And he pounded his hand on the lectern at this restaurant where we were having this dinner. And he said, paper and ink, paper and ink is the future of the newspaper business. Yeah, not so much. Well, (laughs) that's why I got into the electronic media. And newspapers now are just so overpopulated with leftists. Well, I know, so are most media outlets. But from time to time, my training in journalism, I know when I see propaganda masquerading as news. And here we have, and thankfully, you know, kudos to you, Daryl Rowland and... uh, all the people down at the Columbus Dispatch, Alan Miller and others who are uh, deciding what gets into your newspaper. Kudos to you on providing me ample material for Processing Journalism 101. And particular thanks today to Anna Staver. Anna, now I don't know you, but uh, one thing I know, I'd watch your back, girlfriend, because Haley B. Miller is coming for you. Because I, from the stuff Haley B. Miller writes, I'm pretty sure... That Haley is definitely, definitely um, a guardian of the title of wackiest leftist with a byline. Most agenda-driven leftist with a byline. And Anna, well, Anna's making a strong play with this story entitled, Ohio Republicans want to ban treatments for transgender youth, but what would that mean? Well, I can answer that. It would mean good things. It would mean common sense. It would mean expressing Actual, genuine concern for kids and the authority of parents. I don't think that's where Anna's going with this story. Let me read you a little bit of it. Republicans in the Ohio House are trying again. Notice that condescending tone. To limit health care transgender children can access regarding regardless of parental consent. Now, I read that first paragraph. Republicans in the Ohio House are trying again to limit the health care transgender children can access, regardless of parental consent. And I'm going, hey, you know, if I'm a parent 
And it says here, children, I want to know what's going on with my kid. Anna doesn't want you to know what's going on with your kid. House Bill 454 would outlaw, outlaw the use of puberty blockers. Literally after I pause every single time here, you will find yourself fighting an overwhelming urge to say, yeah, good, fantastic. Just watch. House Bill 454 would outlaw the use of puberty blockers. Good. Hormones and gender reassignment surgery for children under the age of 18. Double good. If approved, doctors who broke the law could face professional discipline and civil lawsuits. Say it with me, class. Triple good. Teachers would also be required to tell parents about a minor's perception that his or her gender is inconsistent with his or her sex. Again, they would be required to tell parents about a minor's perception that his or her gender is inconsistent with his or her sex. Altogether now, quadruple good. First of all, I can't imagine a scenario where the parent wouldn't have some clue that there's something going on here, but why would the teachers not be required to tell the parents that? What is nefarious about that? What is bad about that? I'll tell you, from Anna Staver's perspective, from the Columbus Dispatch's perspective, from the leftist perspective, they're parenting your kids. They know better what your kids need than you do. You don't have any authority over that. And if you don't understand that by now, then you have not been paying attention to Merrick Garland's Department of Justice and the National Association of School Boards and others telling you to butt the you-know-what out of your kids' lives. Because what's the leftist mantra, folks? We know better than you do. What's the other mantra, folks? The ends justify the means. Always, always the ends justify the means with leftists. 25 of Ohio's 64 House Republicans. Why so few? Where are the other 39 of you? Signed up to sponsor the bill, which is nicknamed. It's not named. See, it's not named. It's not titled. Anna Staver wants you to know that she screechingly disapproves of this bill. So it's nicknamed the Save Adolescents from Experimentation or SAFE Act. Great name. Good job to the 25 of you who have joined forces for doing the right thing. 